Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Hey, what does it take to be the number one irons in golf? Well, if you ask the engineers at Callaway, they'll tell you one thing, innovation. And they would know because Callaway's face cup technology has made them the number one irons in golf. The face cup technology that makes their irons tremendously powerful actually came from their fairway woods 
and hybrids, which incidentally, those fairway woods and hybrids continue to outperform the competition. Face cups dramatically increase ball speed across the face, and the second Callaway started engineering irons with face cups, everything changed. Golfers started seeing tremendous gains in distance and forgiveness, and of course, the engineers at Callaway keep on innovating. Steelhead, Big Bertha, and Apex irons are all powered by Callaway's game-changing face cup technology, and they've all made Callaway the number one irons in golf. To learn more about the technology behind the number one irons in golf, go to CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Reshape your golf game at Uinta Golf with the new tailor-made Sim Family. The new Sim Shape and Motion Series is here, featuring the Sim, Sim Max, and Sim Max D-Type drivers, fairways, and rescues. Sim Woods have been reshaped to increase your distance and swing speed, while the Sim Irons are made so you no longer have to compromise distance and feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% bonus trade-in towards any new tailor-made Sim Series golf club. Now at Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks for being alongside. You can find us on social at Real Golf is our Twitter handle at Real Golf Radio on Instagram and Facebook. And we appreciate you joining us there and sharing your comments and thoughts and join the conversation. Pleased to have given away some Callaway drivers, uh, new Maverick drivers from Callaway a couple weeks ago as well. And congrats to our winners. They are uh, being made currently at uh, Callaway HQ in Carlsbad. And they will be being shipped out probably in a week or so as they're going through customs. They sent us their specs, Bob, and we complied with some custom drivers yep. for these boys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's just how we roll. I said to Takes Bob. a little bit longer to get them, but. I said to Bob, do we just go ahead and send them the stock driver that they want and they can customize it? Go, give them what they want. Um, okay. Give them what they want. That's Bob's call, man. He's the COO of the company. He just says, give them what they want. Boom. There I he goes. I think I said three, too. Oh, you did. You gave away three. Yep. yep. So 
my brother is bummed because that means he doesn't get one this year because you gave them away <laughs> to our listeners, but that's okay. Uh, it is it is nice to give back. It's uh, been 20 years, and we've appreciated all those uh, of you who have been loyal to us. Hey, we've got a lot to get to still this hour. We're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy. We're going to continue talking more about Rory's comments. If you didn't hear him, we'll replay him for you coming up. Regarding the new Premier Golf League, this is a developing story. We continue to learn a little bit more and a little bit more. And to have the world number one come out and say, uh, you know, definitively that he's out. I'm that, out. That's a big step, right, Bob? I mean, this is huge. This will continue to develop. But when you have guys like Rory that are saying, nah, this is not for me and this is why, I think it's going to resonate throughout the locker room there of, of the, of the rest of the best players, especially this week at a WGC event where a lot of them are playing. Yeah, well, a lot of them are playing and there are some that are not playing. The interesting thing about all of this is that there was a time, you know, this WGC event this week, this was going to be part of Greg Norman's vision of the World Golf Tour. He wanted wanted all the tours to be combined together and that kind of thing. Well, they decided that they would hold four WGC events, and they kind of just kind of took this vision away from him and incorporated it into the PGA Tour and the European Tour and and the World Golf Rankings and that kind of thing. So I think, you know, maybe this is going to push the tours to kind of adapt or change a little bit or whatever. I don't know what that's going to be. But, you know, there may be some change coming down the road, but it's not going to be that professional golf league. I would think that this can only benefit those on the PGA Tour. But again, like I said, I'm not sure what's broken about the PGA Tour. We'll talk about that and more, plus some insane distance at 8,000 feet at the WGC event in Mexico. All straight ahead right here on Real Golf Radio. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed. Yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. Callaway's relentless pursuit of innovation in iron design has established a completely new standard for distance and performance. It's why Callaway has been the number one irons in golf for five years in a row. And this year, they created an iron that the world has never seen. 
Maverick, Callaway's first ever irons designed by artificial intelligence. Maverick irons feature a new flash face cup designed by AI. That means every face on every iron has been uniquely engineered to completely maximize distance and forgiveness. It also allows the center of gravity to be precisely positioned throughout your set to give you the optimal launch and control with every swing. Maverick irons are available in standard, pro, and max models to fit nearly every type of player. And all Maverick irons come with the classic sound and feel you expect from the number one irons in golf. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. Well, what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded. Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob with you. Hey, to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick irons. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf, and we appreciate you joining us here. Remember, you can catch us online at Twitter, at Real Golf, and our, uh, of course, Instagram and Facebook is at Real Golf Radio. Be sure to follow us along, join the conversation. You know, we're counting down. Augusta's not too far away. We're excited to get out there and, uh, of course, broadcast our show and give you updates and insights as we've been doing for the last 20 years, really, out there at Augusta National and the Masters Tournament. I mentioned with the Jeff Babineau, if he could just pick someone right now, and he said his early pick was John Rahm. And John Rahm's not a bad pick. He says he hasn't really been playing well of late, but I mean, the guy's in there and the guy's got so much talent. I'm not sure he's ready yet to win a major. I think he, you know, what I saw last year at the players championship was just bizarre. You know, I mean, the way he melted down in that final round and got in the argument with his caddy and his caddy's trying to get him to hit the right shot. And he's like, I'm going to pull this shot off. It kind of reminds you a little bit of, you know, some of the movies you've seen, the tin cups and different kinds of things where guys just can't help themselves. And, you know, you hope he figures it out because I think he's a pretty exciting player. But um, I just think the rest of the guys are so much more primed to to step up and snatch it. He's definitely really talented. You know, we saw him win uh, multiple times, especially coming right out of college on his first year on the PGA Tour, and he wins uh, there at San Diego, making that eagle putt on the last hole from the back of the green. But uh, John Rahm has shown us that he's got a, a temperament and a mentality that when he gets frustrated, he uh, he definitely kind of goes off the deep end. And so, I you know, I think I think he needs to get that under control if he wants to contend and win at the Masters. So um, we've seen him contend. We've seen him get in position to contend in majors and that kind of thing. But for him to be able to uh, not get in his way with his temperament and uh, that kind of thing, if he gets, if he gets any type of uh, 
things adversity. that go against yeah. it. Yeah, it's adversity. Yeah, so. how's he going to handle it, right? And there's yep. plenty of things that can happen around Augusta. You know, when I'm looking at it right now, and I am, again, getting really excited already, but uh, I look at Rory. I mean, I know what Jeff mm-hmm. said, that there's a lot of pressure on himself to close the deal, and and he says, I have no doubt Rory will get a, Rory will get a green jacket. But, you know, there's a lot of people that felt like, Greg Norman and Johnny Miller and Tom Weiskopf and, you know, Ernie Els. And, you know, there were, there are a host of players that never did quite get a green jacket. No, I'm not, right. but, but having said all that to me, if I'm looking at a player who feels, I feel like is in control of his life, control of his game is in a mature spot, but has plenty of energy and, and youth. I, I really think that you're looking at Rory McIlroy. Yeah. I know he didn't play well last Sunday at the Genesis at Riviera. And I was a little surprised by that. And by the way, Adam Scott, man, what a stud final round. That guy, yeah. it was a tough setup there at Riviera, which is a whole nother discussion. That was fantastic to watch. Guys by were having way. train wrecks everywhere. Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> it felt like watching a U.S. Open almost. Yeah. I mean, it really, mm-hmm. I, I found it to be quite compelling and was impressed the way Adam held himself together and, and was able to finish it out. Uh, but I, I, even though Roy didn't have the best Sunday, I just feel like he is poised and, and ready to go. And, and I think right now I have to pick my, my, my pick right now on February 22nd is Rory McIlroy at, at Augusta. Well, I think it'd be a great pick too, because I mean, you look at what he's been able to do. He's played four events and his worst finish was last week at the Genesis tied for fifth. Yeah. He's so top five. he's got two tied for thirds and a first at the WGC HSBC champions in China. So, um, yeah, he is, he is definitely playing some great golf and I expect that to continue. I don't see any reason why it shouldn't right now. I just think when he's going to wonder when he's going to find that magic, you know, I mean, he almost had it and then he hit it left off 10 and mm-hmm. I thought that was something that could really destroy a guy. And he came back and, and won the U.S. Open later that summer. And I, that always stood with me because when a guy can bounce back like that and not let that become an issue, he erased it at the very next major. Right. And I, that, that's, that's huge. And I think he set the scoring record on a, on a soft congressional at the time. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the guy's, the guy's phenomenal. He's got a ton of talent. Uh, I also am continually impressed by Rory and the way he handles – everything outside and around the game. And that was uh, on display this week at uh, WGC Mexico when he was asked about the Premier Golf League and what his stance is on that. And Rory, with the definitive answer. The more I've thought about it, the more I don't like it. Um, The one thing as a professional golfer in my position that I value is the fact that I have autonomy and freedom over everything that I do. I pick and choose. You know, this is a perfect example. Some guys this week made the choice to not come to Mexico. You know, if you go and play this other golf league, you're not going to have that that choice. Um, You know, you basically, I read a thing the other day where it said if you take the money, they, they can tell you what to do. So if you don't take the money, they can't tell you what to do. And I think that's my thing. I've never been one for being told what to do. And I like to have that autonomy and freedom over my career. And I feel like I would give that up by going to play this other league. So uh, for me, I'm out. Uh, my position is I'm, uh, I'm against it until there may come a day that I can't be against it. If everyone else goes, I mightn't have a choice. But at this point, I'm, yeah, I... I, I don't like what they're proposing. 
interesting points there at the end. I mean, he's out. Um, I, I loved it. It was very well said. But what about his point there at the end, Bob, where he, he acknowledged that I'm against it until I can't be against it anymore? What, what do you make of that? Well, if everybody's going to jump ship, then of, then, of course, you know, the PGA Tour is basically going to fold or become uh, relegated to, uh, to a lesser tour. Um, and then, you know, he's going to have to make the move, too, to get 48 guys the top 48 or 50 players in the world to make that jump. It's just not going to happen. Is that and, enough? Even if you got 48 players, I mean, to think of all the players well, in the what game they're calling for, they're uh, calling for 48 players. I know, but, but I understand. Does that, does that mean the end of the PGA tour? If well, 48 players, what, well, that's why, that's why I said what I said, which is if they can get the 48 players to jump, then the PGA tour is relegated to a lesser tour, more of a, more of a corn fairy type of a tour until and the next the corn, big stars come along. The, yeah, exactly. And those next big stars will, will funnel right back up into, into the next thing, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. It, it, it's not going to happen because there's so much more to it than just organizing a tour, paying the guys a lot of money and having them play 18 events. It, you know, you've got world ranking points. You've got getting into majors. You, it, it, I mean, the Ryder Cup so itself. Much more to it. Ryder Cup. There's. Um, Let's not president. forget that the PGA of America owns the Ryder Cup here in the United States, but the European Tour owns the right. Ryder Cup in Europe. And correct. you cannot be on Team Europe unless you're yes. a member of the European Tour. That's correct. And you can't be a member of the European Tour if you're playing this Premier Golf League. So exactly. I just. Exactly. I mean, for all that, that it means to those European Tour players, I mean, the Ryder Cup is, you know, that, that, right, that right there is a big hurdle. Yeah. There's so much more to it than just going and playing 48 guys in a tour where you get a bunch of money. There's so much more to it. And by the way, this is how Rory felt about Tiger and whether he would move. Tiger's 44. He's got a young, you know, he's got two young kids. Uh, you know, he's, he's openly said last week he wants to play 12 times a year. So this league's proposing 18. So, you know, he's not going to do it. There you go. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's and a you, great point. Like you, like we said earlier, you lose Tiger and you lose Rory. Guess what? Over, over and done. Katie, bar the door. Yeah, and I just look. I don't. I don't understand what's quote broken on the PGA Tour. Exactly. That would make these guys want to go. They're very well taken care of. And by the way, if you didn't hear Bubba's comments, it was on Golf Channel and Golf Central on I believe Wednesday night. Yeah, before the WGC uh, kicked off, uh, it, it, he was spot on. You know, and he said, "Look, these sponsors and the tour have taken such good care of us for so long. What in what reason do we have for bailing on them? Basically, for leaving. Yeah." Yep. Uh, and, and, you know, look, Bubba's a passionate guy, and he was showing a lot of passion about the PGA Tour and what it's provided for a guy like him, the opportunity that it had provided him financially and career and everything. So the guys acknowledge it. Webb Simpson acknowledged it. The guys, you know, they get it. And I think the PGA Tour has done a good job to the point where I don't think it's – I don't think they're in danger. Nope. Now, if the PGA Tour hadn't been doing a good job, okay. But yep. the PGA Tour has, has been taking care of the guys. Hey, we'll take a short break. Caddy joins us next right here on Real Golf Radio. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. 
We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. It's time for America's Favorite Caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. 
Yeah, Caddy joins us every week right here on Real Golf Radio and uh, excited to have his perspective on this week as we, again, continue to learn more and more about this proposed Premier Golf League and uh, the players are coming out starting to take some stands and Rory McIlroy, as you heard us talking in that last segment, uh, says he's out uh, and for reasons that uh, make a whole lot of sense. Caddy, how are you? Caddy can be bought. (laughs) I'll bet you can so Abraham Lincoln famously said, remember that one time when he kicked the guy out of his office, every man has his price and you're getting too close to mine, so you're going to have to leave. There you go. Yeah, and he threw him out of the office. So I uh, I agree with – I think Rory McIlroy needs to be – if you considered Arnold Palmer to be the spokesman for golf and then you considered Jack Nicklaus maybe to be the spokesman for golf and – Bob Jones was the spokesman for golf. I think Rory is my spokesman for golf. He says very well thought out, intelligent things. I think he's down to earth. He's genuine. You feel like you believe everything he says, don't you? Yeah, he's pretty forthcoming. Oh, 100%. I, like, I, I think Rory's yeah. fantastic. It's hard not to be a fan of Rory McIlroy, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think Rory, to me, is, He's he's the guy, right? He's the guy, and I like what he said there. I think I I agree. The the main thing I agree with is uh, you want to hurting hurting cats is easier easier than getting thirty or forty players to all play the same fifteen events. I don't care how much money you're paying them, yeah. Because someone like Tiger, who's trying to maintain his health doesn't feel like he can play that much, no amount of money is going to make him play that much because what's the use of all the money if he can't walk anymore or can't get out of bed anymore and can't play anymore? Look, if you pile more money on Tiger's pile of money, it's not going to change his lifestyle. (laughs) No. Is it? No. Not a bit. Not not an inch. So the only – you'd have to say, well, the only way we could make Tiger do this from a monetary standpoint is if Tiger keeps score by saying, ooh, now I'm going to be the dot, dot, dot wealthiest person in the world. I don't think he could care less about that. I don't think he operates that way. I don't think he plays for money. I'm sure he enjoys it, but I don't think he, it's not his motivating factor. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think Rory hit the nail on the head. You know, it's interesting. Um, you're talking about money. That's what this whole tour is based on. It's based on basically a big money grab, um, this, uh, premier golf league. So my point is, you know, if you're trying to grab those top 48 players in the world, throwing a ton of money at them, in my opinion, is not going to be that big of a deal because they already have a ton of money. They already fly around in private jets, all that kind of thing. Then my other point to it is, that the governing bodies of golf are not going to take this lying down. Um, You're going to see the PGA Tour flex its muscle, the European Tour. You're going to see Augusta National. You're going to see the USGA. You're going to see the RNA. You're going to see the the PGA of America. You're going to see all of those flexing their muscle. And, And when guys are in their career and they're worried about winning golf tournaments on the PGA Tour, which gains you more status, uh, winning major championships, which gains you more status. I can't see how these guys are going to let this premier golf league, those events and winning those events count towards being able to play in majors and that kind of thing. 
Here's what I think people kind of lose sight of. It's true that if you grabbed, if you took every field on the tour and you grabbed the 20 best players in the field, and that's all who played during the week, um, TV probably be fine with that. Most of the spectators, not all of them, but a lot of the spectators would be fine with that. And no one would, maybe no one would care about the other guys in the field. However, uh, you have to develop those other guys in the field who are eventually going to be in that top 20 or 30 guys that everybody wants to watch, right? So if yep. you create, if you had a, if you had a 50 man field every week or a 40 man field every week, uh, okay, so you could have another. Let's say you take the Corn Ferry Tour, so now you got all these other guys on the Corn Ferry Tour. Well, yeah, you, you, who are you going to bring in there? No one's going to know who they are when they come in. You, you got to develop those guys in the same tournament. There's no other way to do it. So you have to have substantial fields more than just the top 10 or 20 or 30 guys. You have to have more than that. Or the You just don't develop the stars. I think you can't develop the top 10, 20, or 30 guys unless they're playing every week and they come out of the 150 guys in the field. That's my opinion on that. Hey, the the uh, Harlem Globetrotters needed the Washington Generals, right? Yeah, you got to – yeah. I mean, the, the people, it's not like Jason Day is just not going to appear or Rory, you know, Rory, look, you've got the couple crazy talents like Tiger and Phil and Rory who, and LeBron James and Kobe Bryant, who can just jump from 17 years old into superstar. But that's, that's one guy every 10 or 20 years, right? That's, that's not, that's not 30 guys. So all the other guys have to have to kind of develop into that to some degree. So you, and they got to be playing every week with, with everybody else for that to happen, or it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Caddy joining us here on Real Golf Radio. The other interesting thing that was brought up, and I think Bob alluded to this, is money or legacy. You know, Rory talked about it. This is about legacy, and, and people, players aren't playing necessarily just for money. Obviously, at that level. And then Rory did preface it by saying, look, a tour pro at, in my position – which not every tour pro is in Rory McIlroy's position. He's number one player in the world, and he's not going to be able to spend all the money he's already made, but he's looking for legacy at this point in time. He wants to get that career grand slam, the yep. green jacket that goes along with that, all of those things. So those are the those are the things that Rory's playing for, and to just straight chase money to him isn't, isn't motivating. Now, uh, as I told Bob last hour, if you wanted to take the bottom 50 – Guys that are barely keeping their card and give them a massive money grab and go go star them or spotlight them in a tour, they would probably take that because they, they need it, right? But that doesn't no work. Doubt about it. Yeah, that doesn't work. TV doesn't sign up for that. Sponsors don't sign up for that. So it's it, it's really taking the guys that are already there. And and the second point is what what about the current PGA tour experience for these top players is broken. Honestly, what what about it is is broken that would make them want to look somewhere else? Yeah, you might you might uh, have someone say, "Well, we should be playing for more money because maybe there's more revenue and we're not getting enough of a piece of it." But it is getting better and better and better, and it's going to get better and better and better. And you're going to see you probably see tour purses in ten years. They'll all be ten or more million in ten years, won't they? Of course they will. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're, what they're are not they far up, off what now. Are they up to? Yeah, they're not that far off now. I mean, it may be a few years it might be up there. So the money's 
it, the money is very good and it's getting better and better. The pension's incredible. Oh my goodness. So you talk about your lower tier guys, you know, if you want to call it that, um, your next 50 guys, well, they won't give up that pension. I can tell no. you that there's no, I mean, nobody even knows about this, right? No one ever talks about the pension. It's, like the best retirement plan in the history of the world. It's so, staggering. It's staggering. It's staggering how good it is. Yep. Yep. It's you know, you remember you remember when I first met you, Caddy, in 1992 I was caddying for Keith Clearwater on tour. Keith finished he finished in the top 10 12 times that year, got in the tour championship, all that kind of thing. He made $640,000 that year in 1992. Uh-huh. Tiger Woods mm-hmm. comes along, what, four or five, six years later, and, and they're, and they're now winners are making a, a million dollars every week. Um, and, you know, Keith was in the top 20, now a top 20 with 12, uh, with, if you didn't win 12 top tens, you're going to be making four or five million dollars. So, yep. uh, you know, money has changed money. Money is, there's plenty of money out there for those guys. Uh, I just don't see him taking mm-hmm. it. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I've heard that Tiger Woods had, when he was growing up, he had a, a list on his wall, and it was Jack Nicklaus Major Championship. Yep. I didn't hear him say that he had a list of all-time money earners. No. It's all right. about wins. I mean, that's, it's all about wins, and, and like you said, legacy wins. Now, there are a handful of guys who have that luxury because they've gotten to that place where Okay, yeah, okay, the wins, the wins are what matters now. I'm taking it. But they're important. I mean, they're, they're the guys that make this thing go or not go. Mm-hmm. Um, really. I, I, gotta, I will disagree with one thing Rory said. Um, if Rory's out, I think it fails, period. I, think I Rory, agree with you. Yeah, I just, how can you have, how can you have that if the best player in the world's not in it? Or, or, or arguably, arguably the best player in the world. If he's not the best, he's one, two, or three. That's for sure. How can you have that tour if he's not playing? It, it, I don't see how it. I, I think all it, it's like, what's that game? Is it Jenga where you pull out the, the stick yeah. until it falls? Yep. You know. Well, I, yep. I think there's, I think there's, there's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys who, who are going to make that whole thing collapse if they pull out. Just one of them. So. Well, and from Rory's comments, he says Tiger's not playing. So, you know, yeah. it's hard to see him yeah. doing it. So if that was the case, you know, that for Tiger and Rory, who, who's going to choose to go? Yeah, if Tiger and Rory are staying, I'm going. I mean, I, I just it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I guess we'll continue to find out more as uh, the weeks uh, go on. But uh, last thing I wanted to throw out there is uh, Peter Costas. Did you catch his comments on the No Laying Up podcast? Uh, I heard a certain portion of it and i saw a video yeah so costas uh costas unleashed a little bit i mean i i'm not i I don't know if i saw if he i didn't know he had it in him uh you know he was always so proper if you will uh on his on the telecast and now he is he's not holding back and uh specifically uh talking about patrick reed how about that uh, that comment that he's personally seen him improve his lie four times i mean that's four times that's remarkable well what he said in in that telecast was talk about not holding back. The, the line from the telecast was like, wow. Oh yeah. He basically, he basically said, I mean, what was the quote? Something like, 
well, he couldn't have hit that. He couldn't hit this club mm-hmm. from the lie I originally saw. I mean, that's quite a line right there. Yeah. Holy cow! That's not holding back. No, uh, that, that's the point. It's. Wow. Yeah. Are well, you okay with that? Like, is he breaking code here, or are you you are you fine with it? Well, I think um, one thing I'll say is, um, if you saw something, why didn't you say something at yeah. the time? Maybe maybe he did, right? But I definitely have a problem with people coming back many years later, going, "Oh yeah, that guy did that." And I'm like, "Well, what'd you do about it?" Did you keep quiet? Because if you kept quiet, you're not, you're actually breaking. It's like the, um, it's like the thing that happened. I, I'm, I'm blanking now. Why am I blanking on the LPGA? When, if you don't say something, if you see a rules violation and you don't say something about it, you're violating the rule. By not protecting you? the field, right? Right. Yeah. You get, I mean, you have an obligation to do that. Um, so of course he's not playing. He's got a different position and, I guess if you're not walking in those shoes, then you have to, you can't really say anything about it. But I would hope that he said something about it at the time to somebody. Yeah. An official, a player himself, somebody in a position of authority to just say, hey, just so you know, I saw this. Because I think you kind of have an obligation to do it. And if you don't do it, well, you know, maybe if you can't, if you can't come out and say it then to somebody that matters, maybe you shouldn't be bringing it up later. Mm. It's kind of how I look at it. But you know what? We all love to talk. That's part of the fun of all of this and talk about things. And sometimes when you wait several years, things are just different. It's easier to talk about or he's in a different place. I think Costas is in a place right now where he's like, what do I care? Yeah. Like when you get older, you care. The older you get, the, the less you care about what you say to anybody because you realize it just doesn't really matter anyway. What are they going to do? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know, the, it's a reality, guys. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. absolutely. 100%. <laughs> get off my lawn! <laughs> Candy, we got to run, man. Great stuff. Uh, thanks for joining us. <laughs> All right, thank you, Joe. Uh, get off my lawn. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about more of this. And, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, a little leftover from last week. Fred Funk tells you how to hit it straight. Straightest driver ever. You'll hear it next right here on Real Golf Radio. At the first tee, we believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf. We teach life skills and help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at riversmith.com. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something. Uh, something is getting closer. Holy. What the? And that'll cost him. 
It can be dangerous to drive while distracted, yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. Not Callaway. Because maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball-speed-generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks for joining us. Segment brought to you by Callaway. Congratulations. The number one driver at both Puerto Rico and the WGC this week, and Odyssey, the number one putter at both events this week. That's pretty impressive, guys. Check it out at odysseygolf.com and callawaygolf.com, the new Maverick driver. And my guess is the Fairway Woods are probably pretty close, too. Uh, they're, they're making a lot of noise out there. Check it out at callawaygolf.com. And, you know, we, we're going to have a little fun uh, this segment. We've got Fred Funk. If you were listening to the show last week, the Funkster joined us, and we had a good conversation with him about his career and where he is. And then, man, he is so fun to talk to that he just – kind of keeps going and unfortunately we ran out of time and so I went ahead and roll on I rolled on a little question about how does Fred Funk hit the ball straight so we're going to share that with you coming up here in just a minute but Bob before we do that guys aren't really focused on hitting it all that straight this week it's important but they are loving the fact that they're at 8,000 feet elevation is their friend and they are just looking to bomb it. Talk about some, I mean, we know Rory's playing well and, and he, I don't know if there's anyone that drives the ball better than he does when he's on. What's Rory's, you were talking about his stats earlier. What, what do yeah, you got for stock, us? His stock yardages this week at 8,000 feet in Mexico. Okay. Hit me. Okay. So his 60 degree wedge stock yardage, 118 yards. <laughs> how far do you, how far do you hit a 60 degree wedge? We're at 4,000 feet, almost 5,000 well, feet. I hit a I hit a 58 degree, not a 60, and I hit it maybe about right at 98. Yeah, yeah. I don't even. I'm, I'm about. I have a 60. I used to carry a 58. I went to a 60. I don't even try to hit that thing eight more than 80 yards. 
Yeah. Most of the time, 80 is pushing it for me. So he's hitting it one. Stock. That's a comfortable swing. That's not like trying to kill it or anything. That's 118 yards, just comfortable <laughs> okay. swing. All right. Okay. His 56, which is a normal sandwich, 132 yards. Okay. <laughs> That's my pitching wedge. His at, 52 at half degree. the elevation. His 52 degrees, so gap wedge, basically, 148 yards. Jeez. His pitching wedge. 169. How you doing? His 9-iron is 188. Wait a minute. He's running out of clubs. We're already there. <laughs> His 8-iron is 200 yards this week. That's that's something. That's crazy. 7-iron, 222 yards. Wow. His 6-iron, 235 yards. His 5-iron, 256 yards. His four iron, 272 yards. Rescue club, 300. His three wood is 325. His and his driver is 360. Wow. This week at 8,000 feet of elevation in Mexico. That's unbelievable. Crazy. You know, the USGA really ought to look into how we can control gravity at higher elevations for golf. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can put a magnetometer up there to try to help out with that put or something. something up there to just kind of take away the, the elevation change. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy up Why the not? air. Somehow to heavy up the air. Fog yeah. machines. That's it. Fog machines on the tee boxes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's pretty impressive. So Fred Funk, we looked up last week, one of the straightest drivers in the, in the history of the PGA Tour. The guy's at his best. Average 270. Yes. Rory's hitting his five iron. No, his four iron. He's in his four iron longer than Fred Funk ever hit his driver uh, this week. Now, again, Fred's, Fred's average didn't include playing at 8,000 feet, so we'll, we'll give him that. But he did probably play a few of those, those uh, Colorado events back in the day. Yeah, of course he did. And, and Colorado's at what, 58, 6,000? Yeah, Six, something like six-ish, that. you know, yeah. so this is another 2,000 feet, but it is amazing. Uh, you, you know, the caddy was telling us, you know, I'm not sure Rory needs more than about six or eight clubs, you know, <laughs> to play this, this week. Uh, you had a stock hybrid going 300 yards. 300 yards. Yeah. Wow. wow. Unbelievable. Well, since we can't really tell you how to hit it like that, we did decide to ask Fred Funk, how do you hit it straight? Here's that conversation that didn't make the air last week. We wanted to bring it to you this week. Fred Funk joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So I got to ask you, Fred, uh, it's as fun as it is to hit it a long ways and watch it sail out there. It's really fun for us amateurs to see it land in the fairway, right? <laughs> um, yeah. how, do, how do you hit it straight? How do I hit it straight or yeah. anyone? Yeah, how do you, I mean, you're, you're the straightest driver that I've ever met. How, how, how do you hit it straight that, and how, how can we hit it straight? Well, I was self-taught. And I read this one move to better golf by Carl Lauren, and that was kind of my Bible of golf, if you put it in those terms. But um, basically, I, I just thought if I take the club back on a certain plane, I want to bring it back down on the same plane. So I did, and I, I didn't have, and I wanted to have it through the impact zone as straight a line as possible and not any curve to it. And I just never had a, a path change that 
that much. I didn't have the club going inside out or outside in. I didn't put a lot of side spin on the golf ball, so I always hit the ball pretty straight. When I hit it really good, I was, uh, would hit a little draw, very little draw, and, and, and or a little cut if I wasn't hitting it as good. So um, I'm still kind of the same way. Uh, it's just I always tried to simplify the game as I could. I just never learned how to develop any lag, which would create uh, more club head speed for whatever reason. I, I just didn't know how to do it. I didn't do it. I never – I tried to change my swing a couple times to generate it, and I, and I ended up going the other direction. So um, I decided just to be that one-dimensional player that pretty much just try to hit the fairways to set up my shots into the green. And when I, I – a lot of the golf courses I was plenty long enough on that I could play and compete. There are some that I – not and now nowadays there's a lot of them I can't compete on um, if I was out on the regular tour I have no chance I really don't believe you'll see very few guys like me and Corey Pavin that would have success on the tour at the length that we hit it we just can't compete with that it, it just doesn't work it was interesting I didn't know that you actually tried to change your swing and chase some distance for a while and it just didn't work out huh yeah I didn't do it very long because I realized I was probably going to fall off the tour if I tried to chase distance and I ended up losing control of my golf swing and everything else. So I just agreed myself, made a little pact with myself not to, you know, I went to a lot of teachers to see what they say. And I, I got a funny story because I go to, in the mid-90s, I go to Butch Harmon when, and I had him fill my swing. And he's looking at me and says, Fred, you know, Everything looks okay. You know, he wasn't thrilled about anything, but he just said that, uh, you know, I had my wrist bowed a little bit. I was always closed at the top. And uh, he said, we got to change that. I said, I honestly said, Butch, you know, that may be true, but if I try to switch that, I'm going to drop right off the tour and I'll never be on tour again. And he said, well, that's probably how you feel. You fast fast forward uh, to Dustin Johnson, who works with Butch, He's got his left wrist as bowed as anyone has ever had it bowed. He's as closed as you could possibly be at the top of your swing. It's, he's okay with it. Then try to change him, and they're actually teaching now on the down on the transition to have that left wrist bow a little bit, which allows you to keep the face a little more square through impact uh, with all the speed these guys are uh, generating at the yeah. impact zone. Mm. Yep. That's an interesting story. You know, I'll never forget standing on the range. Was it the U.S. Open, what, 2004 Shinnecock? And you were hitting drivers, and you handed the driver back to your caddy, and and, uh, and he showed us the driver, and there was a straight, I mean, just the width of a T paint line across the bottom. Across the bottom, yeah. I, I've, never, I've never seen that. Mine looks like <laughs> a, mine, my, the bottom of my driver looks like a fireworks show with all kinds of lines going <laughs> everywhere, you know. And uh, just to see that straight line, I thought that was something that was super cool. And I still, to this day, if I hit a good drive, I'll look at the bottom and see if that paint line went straight through, uh, which, which it usually does if you, if you hit it straight. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, but the T's nowadays are plastic. So it's hard to do that. <laughs> that is, it is harder when they're plastic, no doubt. Hard for the paint to show up, yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. That was uh, the Funkster. That was a little conversation we had after uh, after we were off the air last week. So I hope you enjoyed that. Bob, one, one plane swing, you down with that? I don't know. <laughs> if you want to hit it straight, that's a good way to go. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just it's a simple move, right? 
Yep. But if you want to load it up and bomb it, most of those guys don't come down on the same plane. They're loading up and coming underneath it, right? Yeah. All right. uh, We'll take a short break. We'll come back and wrap up the show next. Thanks so much for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Swing into Uinta Golf and check out Callaway's new Maverick line of drivers, fairway woods, irons, and hybrids. The new Maverick line has been made with artificial intelligence to optimize distance with industry-leading ball speeds. The Maverick, Maverick Max, and Maverick Sub-Zero driver faces have been uniquely engineered to improve club head speed and forgiveness. The Maverick irons have been made to ensure optimal launch conditions with unprecedented feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% trade-in bonus towards the new Maverick family. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction gear. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks to everybody who joined us. Jason Finley, Callaway Golf, Jeff Babineau, 
in hour number one, the caddy in hour number two, and then you just heard from the Funkster on how to hit it straight. If you missed any part of the show, follow us on Twitter, at Real Golf. We post all the segments there. Of course, they're available on your favorite podcaster site as well, and we appreciate you listening at your convenience and listening to us live here on Saturdays as well. Bob, uh, some interesting comments. Peter Costas on a No Laying Up podcast. Probably something you want to check out. Really, really interesting. But uh, not only Costas unleashing on... Patrick Reed and his improvement of his lies, right. but Brooks Kepka, he he kind of laid him out too, didn't he? This week, <laughs> yeah. Brooks Kepka was funny. He was he said he was watching the golf tournament when they were playing at the Hero World Challenge. He said Patrick Reed looked like he was making sandcastles. <laughs> <laughs> the way Ouch. he was brushing that sand around. Oh, and he classic. said he goes, "Look, I've been out for a long time, and I know when my club hits the, you know, yeah, you know when your club hits the sand." Is basically yep. what he's saying. So, yep. Absolutely. It continues I that to was go classic and pretty funny. Yeah, it continues to get worse so, for him, for Patrick on yep. that deal. It's gonna be a tough one for him to live down. There's no question. Yeah. All right. And it just you know, and it just keeps going. It does. It well, going. well, next week we'll have to look forward to the Florida swing. That's wrapping up the West Coast swing. We'll take a look at some of the stat leaders and uh, look back at, at what happened over the West Coast. Some good wins and some tough tournaments and uh countdowns on to the players, the masters and more. Yeah, it starts with the Honda Classic next week, and then it's followed by the Arnold Palmer Invitational in Orlando the week after. 83 Watch will be back on. All right, that'll do it for us. For Dave Glauser and Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 